Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. We have all of your entertainment news in one place, and there's a lot to get to today. Demi Burnett featured on Nightline. We're going to share that interview with you guys, talking about adult autism. And Nick Vial's uh, sort of horrendous takes regarding New Golden Bachelor have Reality Steve dancing on his grave. We're going to share some of the things Reality Steve said, that and so much more, all on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Alrighty then, as you guys know, I give you all the news I can find in one place, and I hope you are having a fantastic and relaxing hump day as you drive home today, July 26th. 2023 all of our news in one place i've actually got some stand-up comedy shows this friday in hollywood and saturday in hollywood 7 30 friday saturday in north hollywood i believe at 10 o'clock i'll have more information on my instagram but if you're in town i want to check that out by all means and if you're not in town maybe you're in huntington beach august 17th or seattle august 24th stand-up tickets for my seattle show are on sale on my instagram go to the link in the bio for that okie dokie Boy, a lot to get into. Let's start off with Demi. Let's go into this story right now. Demi was actually featured last night on Nightline. I'll play a few minutes of the clip, but um, I have a full YouTube video talking about it. Very, very happy to have Demi using her platform to share, uh, you know, what is a big uh, hot topic out there, which is pretty much adults that have not been diagnosed or weren't previously diagnosed with autism. Here's what she has to say. She got diagnosed just last year. She celebrated her two-year sobriety anniversary and then found out she also has autism. Here's what she has to say. Think of autism in an initial diagnosis. We think of children, but a growing number of adults are learning they too have autism and the condition has gone untreated for years. Here's my Nightline co-anchor, Juju Chang. cabinet, I feel like, is the star of the show in the kitchen. Stardom and fame. Everything Demi Burnett dreamed of. I can transform myself into a 10, you know? But it was her on-screen antics on The Bachelor. I will happily accept your rose. That made her famous. Ladies, the queen is back! Her acting out, also drawing eyes on Bachelor in Paradise. Would there be anyone there who doesn't know who I am? That's a joke. But behind the scenes, Demi was grappling with autism and didn't know it. Ugh, I'm so mortified. God. What do people not know about you from what they've seen publicly? I'm really known for like being so bold and confident and like if someone confronts me, I, I could handle it and stuff. But I really don't like that kind of stuff. It's a performance. Yeah, for the theater. It's an and so anyway, yeah, we've got the full clip available on the YouTube channel. You can go check that out. But just to sum it up for you guys out there, Demi describes the feeling of unshackling all of the issues she suffered from not knowing she was different than others, which I feel like is kind of what all of our souls are trying to do out there, right? Find out how we're different, dance like nobody's watching, be as authentic as, I, as we can be, and remove ourselves from the confines and shackles of the world uh, that wanted us to be a certain way to the world that is the way we want it to be. I can only wish that anyone in here in my audience can find that same authenticity that it looks like Demi is finding with whatever it is in life. Just remember, you don't have to impress anybody else. You don't have to be anyone else's perfect 
this or perfect that. I remember growing up, I never took a sick day. <laughs> I remember being a child, having perfect attendance from elementary school to the end of high school. I just wanted to be this like perfect thing for other people. And boy, if I ever have kids, just what I want to teach them is that they don't owe anybody anything. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but of course, Demi, like many others, is learning what those blueprints are to become the best version of herself. And she doesn't doing a very good job of sharing that. So uh, we're very appreciative of Demi. And she was going to be on the Driving with Dave show. Uh, I don't have her locked down yet, but if we do get her, I have so many questions I want to ask her about her experience. Now we're going to go over to a actually very sad story, a sad breaking story. Um, oh boy, <laughs> how do I pronounce this again? I already forgot. Sinead? Is it pronounced Sinead O'Connor? That's right. You know, those that Gaelic language here is very tough to pronounce. Sinead O'Connor, Irish music legend, dead at 56. It was actually just reported, this news broke minutes ago. Uh, O'Connor's family tells the Irish Times, it is with great sadness that we announce the passing of our beloved Sinead. Her family and friends are devastated and have requested privacy at this very difficult time. And they did not list uh, the cause of her death uh, but, uh, you know, she was a music legend out there, so this will be pretty big news. Wanted to share it with you guys. In some other big news, and this is a hard left turn, we've got a possible, and I guess we need the X-Files music, because how do you talk about this without the X-Files music? We have a possible UFO being admitted by the, uh, I guess, some politicians or some government officials. I'm going to get to the story right after a quick word from our sponsor. All right, so we've got a House subcommittee hearing on UFOs. Here's a 40-second clip of a of, of a, a man admitting there was non-human biological, I guess, organism found on a discovered UFO. Have a listen. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries, yeah. All right, so biologics came, and some people said, well, maybe that just means there was bacteria or whatever, but they are discussing intelligent organisms that were pilots of an aircraft. This is wild, folks. What a wild time to be alive. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Do you believe our government has made contact? So that's it, folks. That's it. Non-human biological organisms. What are they doing? Are they running Postmates? They're just zipping around our universe? And if they're, if they're smart enough to travel, I don't know, millions of light years over here, wherever the hell they're coming from, why are they just crashing in our atmosphere? Or did we crash them? So many questions, so little answer, answers. But very fascinating stuff. I'm sure we're going to get way more information about the UFOs. It's trending all over Twitter right now. And boy, I tell you what, the, <laughs> the world, it's just, uh, it, it just can't be more interesting. The truth is a very, uh, it's, it's out there, as Mulder and Scully would say. I don't know. Did you guys watch X-Files growing up? I always had a thing for Scully. 
Um, you know, so whenever I see someone in a trench coat, I definitely uh, feel a certain way. And uh, we're going to take a hard left turn here and talk about today's sponsor, HelloFresh. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping, but did you know it's cheaper, too? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. Maybe those UFO guys were just delivering some HelloFresh. Maybe that's the new HelloFresh delivery system. Just some UFOs zipping around town getting us our vegan entrees. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RushHour50 and use code RushHour50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RushHour50. RushHour50 is the code for 50% off plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. All right, all this UFO talks got me thirsty. And in New York City, not a UFO, but we do have another crash. A crane near 10th Avenue and 41st Street was on fire. Some crazy videos. Maybe you guys saw this. Uh, they witnessed a crane swinging on a, while it was on on fire, which just sounds like the most final destination way to go, and crashes down. I don't know. Was it 40 stories high? It was up there. Crashes down onto the ground. Several people injured, but miraculously, no deaths. And we'll have more on that story as we find out the cause of that crane disaster. And speaking of other disasters, we have the fallout from Sandoval continues. Ariana Madix knocks Tom Sandoval on the Love Island USA episode. She said, you better know your partner. Trust me. Okay, she is literally, and I don't blame her, she has cashed in on the Scandaval, obviously her heartbreak has turned into millions of dollars and she flew all the way to Fiji just to warn others and say, be careful who you bang out there because, you know, you don't want to get stuck with the wrong person. I'll tell you what, we can all agree with that. And speaking of being careful who you bang, Caitlin Bristow posted this on her Instagram. Anyone else in there? What is my life era? I just got three tattoos last night and I think I have a bird nest in my hair. So yeah, same we can get through it, right? And then she posted three photos of tattoos, which of course has led some audience members to be like, are you and Jason still together? Is this about him? And you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Who the hell knows? But the point is people can have heartbreak and have issues that don't necessarily uh, you know, factor into their personal relationships. Maybe she's just in an existential crisis like the rest of us are. Can you have an existential crisis in your late 30s? You have a little bit too much iced coffee. You wonder what you're doing with your life. Your biological clock's ticking. Next thing you know, you get a tattoo. You buy a new cat, maybe a Tesla. Right, folks? These things happen. So anyway, we're rooting her on regardless of whatever issues she might be going through. All right. And speaking of issues, we covered this yesterday and it's a story that's not going away whether you want it to or not. So Nick Vial, of course, uh, aired out some dirty tea that is unverified on his podcast. Well, now reality Steve is coming for Nick by the jugular. I mean, he's really coming for the throat, uh, Nick, and he uh, calls him a hypocrite and blasts Nick by sharing some receipts of a DM that he had with Nick. Essentially, Nick told Reality Steve several years ago, hey, be careful when you share unverified tea, right? And now Reality Steve is dancing on Nick's grave. And hey, it sounds pretty right. I mean, look, you're going to blast one person. If you're here, Here's what we learn with social media, right? If you're going to blast somebody... You need to be impeccable. You can't be making fun of someone else for having a messy room when you're not making your own bed. 
And that's why I'm pretty clear, I hope so, on my channel with saying I'm not judging people. Like, look, I don't have a moral barometer like I'm better than anybody else, but we are covering it. And some people have said, hey, Dave, you're just as bad as Nick because you covered the story. It's like, look, Nick's channel broke the story. We reacted to it. What happens after the stuff's public? That's fair game. You know what I mean, folks? But either way, we can agree to disagree on that. Here's what I'm going to share with you right now is what reality, Steve, and I, I know this is meta. This is me reacting to reality. Steve reacting to Nick reacting to his producer saying that the Golden Bachelor cheated on his wife before she passed away. So again, that's all completely unverified. But either way, I'm going to play some of the clips from Nick in Reality Steve's podcast that they did three years ago, just to show you kind of the uh, lineage here of the beef that seems to never end. Will Nick respond to Reality Steve or will he sweep it under the rug? My guess is when things are pretty serious, like how Nick was criticized for the UCAN Foundation, my guess is he's just not going to acknowledge it and just move on. And just like when Charity criticized him last, last week, he didn't acknowledge it. Um, it's not a bad PR move by Nick. If you do something really bad, the PR of it all says, ignore your haters, move on. They'll just come for the next story when it comes out. Um, you know, is that good or bad? I don't know. That's up for you guys to decide. But here's what reality Steve had to say. She even says, I got an email, a DM from somebody. Her dad, I believe, worked with him or whatever. How about actually figuring out who this person is? So the first bit of problem comes when uh, Nick Vial's producer shares th pretty much third person rumor. A DM. I feel like this might be T. I oh. feel like we might have an exclusive. Oh mm. You know, they announced the Golden Bachelor, Gary from Indiana. Uh -huh. Who's got dirt on Gary? You got dirt on Gary? <laughs> I got dirt on Gary. <gasps> oh, oh, no. I got dirt on dirt Gary. On Too gleeful. When you share dirt, you can't be that gleeful. And you have to be accurate. Gary. So I got a message from someone whose dad I worked even with him. I haven't even approved of that. Okay, go ahead. So this was like... You got this, a message? Right, so we already played it. She got the message that Gary cheated on his wife or something like worked that. Worked with him or like whatever. So it's like the, the dads are all around the same. It's his job with the company because he left an inappropriate voicemail for a woman at work and accidentally got sent to the whole company. So Andrew Spencer's jaws dropped. He's unfortunately had to sit in for this melee here. So yeah, so he's a ba she's basically accusing him of a Me Too scenario, and also the guy whose daughter messages the producer shared that he's a slime ball and he cheated on his wife. So we have all that information. And here's Reality Steve's response. How about actually doing one second of vetting? Is it that hard? Now, Nick was skeptical the whole time of this email, which is fine. The problem is he allowed it in the first place. And some people are going to say, and I've seen the comments, Dave, you're just as guilty because you're sharing this. I reject that, uh, but I understand the opinion that, oh, we should just you know keep it on the DL if it's not true. I'm specifically telling my audience like where this story goes awry. And look, I've apologized in the past for reporting on sources that turned out to not e either be 100% accurate or the source could never provide the evidence for their accusations in the first place, right? But at least I had a first-person source, multiple, coming from their name saying they know what went down. This is, this is like I said before, this is back of the human centipede. This is ass end of the human centipede. In case you didn't know, 
I don't delete any text message I have with anybody in my life. All of my text messages are still there. Okay? So, after Nick posted my podcast, we all know the reaction he got. So what Reality Steve is mentioning is this podcast right here. From three years ago, you can go listen to it. There were multiple moments in this podcast where Nick yeah, pretty much, I don't want to say berated, but scolded Reality Steve and interrupted him and things like that. And when Reality Steve did the podcast, he didn't realize how bad it was until the fans came out and said, oh my gosh, this is horrible. I mean, people said, word of advice to Nick, don't invite a guest on if you aren't going to treat them with any respect. This was three years ago, folks. Here's what happened. The story I shared with you, those are things that affect, I can tell you this much, and I know I'm saying this for guilt, the show has done things that affected my life negatively. You have done things that affected my life negatively. And if I were to look back and, and put a value on that, you have probably caused more personal stress in my life than the show has. That's just from my point of view. Okay. And so anyway, they go back and forth. Here's another quick clip. Sometimes uh, you get caught I up do in your no <laughs> you know, world, as we all do, and your motives, and we have a way of justifying our actions by... You know, we convince ourselves that what we're doing is right and righteous and okay, especially when, you know, we're criticizing other people's. And sometimes that criticism is the same criticism other people can say about us is kind of my my point. So anyway, but, they go back and forth. It's not pretty. It's just, you know, two, two grown men sort of like airing their grievances. Nick basically not liking Reality Steve's business model, which was to expose uh, reality contestants and things like that. Of course, Reality Steve has talked about he's changed his ways and he vets his sources better and these types of things. So clearly Nick understands the, the damage that can be done from airing things like this out. Okay, so now we go to Reality Steve. A lot of my fans, a lot of people that listen to that podcast were all over Nick, giving him a bunch of one-star reviews and saying that was terrible the way you handled things, which I agree with. So <laughs> I think what's funny is this is the first text that Nick sent me after the podcast posted July 14th, 2020. Oh, my God. 10.02 a.m. Ha-ha. It's amazing how diehard some of your fans are. Hope you enjoyed it. Gave your podcast a tease at the end. And then I wrote, because at that time, I was seeing the response of how bad it was. And I've told you numerous times when I recorded it, because I've done so many interviews, I just didn't think anything of it. And then when I listened to it back, I was like, wow, that was horrible. So I wrote, and by the way, Nick did make another statement on the podcast after that one saying, you know what? I was probably too close to the story and I took a lot of things personally. I'm trying to digest all of it and what I've been getting in response. I definitely have some thoughts and we'll address those on Thursday, but it'll be pretty much what I said Sunday with Ashley, which is you and I are just not going to see eye to eye on certain topics in this franchise. But now that they've heard the podcast, I can actually talk about those topics. And he wrote this in return. I'm assuming you're referring to our difference of opinion about the show. I just hope in the end, whatever you think of the show, you see how your actions can have a great impact on people's lives. So you really need to be careful about sharing your bias. As you can see, people really listen to you. 
How about you take your own advice, Nick? Later on in that text conversation, he brought up the Jenna story, something that I have told you for years was the biggest regret I have as Reality Steve. And that story was basically this contestant was outed as being a cheater by Reality Steve because of text messages that turned out to be fabricated from a deranged fan who was trying to get them broken up. It's the worst reporting I've ever did. I've never hidden from it. But at least, but at least as as bad as that was, you, you did try to vet it. You did call the person. You you were pretty much duped, which is different than sort of getting a DM that someone you know you know you 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 went you went to the distance. You just didn't have the wherewithal to understand you were the patsy in the situation. Do I have that right? I've owned it. I deleted everything. Had Jenna on the podcast. You know the story. This is what Nick said when he started talking about Jenna. This was towards the end of our conversation. Four straight texts to me. Jenna shouldn't have to spend a year and a half trying to clear her name. Any other outlet would have looked for verify the accusations. Nice English. Anyways, I have to go. Thanks for coming on. I have no doubt you can try to defend it all. At the end, you're simply as guilty as anyone from NZK of thinking of themselves before others. Holy shit balls. I mean, if this isn't the pot calling the kettle black. All right, so I'm going to play three more clips, but I've, again, you can go listen to Reality Steve's full rant here. And this is, like I said, this is what he does best. He, uh, you know, if, if you're going to take a sort of a stance of moral superiority, as, you know, Nick sort of did here, you got to be careful. You got to be careful that that's where you're going to live because you're going to get called out if not that about the new golden bachelor we're not talking about something minor guys wife died in 217 in 2017 and you're throwing out a random accusation that he was running around on his wife now at this point multiple things can happen it could spend it, it could take gary a long time to clear his name if it's not true and if it is true will nick further the story uh and and even even if it does become true when you do share these stories you do need to be a little bit more bulletproof in what kind of content you have and information you have holy crap you're an asshole and if you think it ended there it didn't by the way, that's a great line, isn't it? We should use that one. Let's put that on the soundboard. Holy crap, you're an asshole. Okay, we got it. Then Nick goes on to say that because he's t because now he's basically, even though he might not believe it and he was being skeptical about that DM, he then basically adds to the story by speculating now that maybe because his wife was sick in 2017, she couldn't perform in bed. Okay, so then, yeah, so then we go to the other parts of the after the tea was released speculation, which, of course, at that point, it's just like, you know, it's, it's just one thing after another. And two more clips here. Let's say she actually did that. She didn't vet it, but let's say this was vetted and all true. Did it need to be told? For everything this guy has gone after me for, for everything he accused me for of the past, in the past, which ultimately led to a change in my behavior and how I cover the show, for him to go do the exact same thing 
And even if this was true, to report something like that and joke about it like that, I, I, I just I, it's 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 laughable now. Now, to I, I think the term is steel man, Nick Vial over here. You start to wonder: Is it that hard to know when you've crossed the line? Well, the truth is, it can be. It's a salacious game, folks. I'm not trying to glamorize it. I know Reality Steve will tell you the same thing. It's a salacious game. You got dopamine. You got this energy being like, oh, man, this is going to blow up. I've got this information other people don't have. It's a strange, strange survival of the fittest world out there. Nick obviously is very competitive with the way he runs his business. As Reality Steve mentioned in, in his podcast, Nick will call uh, gossip magazines and ask them to change the title of stories or tone down certain things. He won't address it when he's called out by people that he sees as beneath him, which would be Reality Steve, Game of Roses, myself, She's All Batch, Morgan P. Talks, like all these different people that he's sort of, you know, uh, in, not wanted to invite into his conversation with the criticism. You know, he's very competitive. And when you get a hold of some information, you do have to weigh out and go, oh, right. Is it worth it for the business model? Do I need this? Are we flying too close to the sun? And those are the questions that you ask. His sisters, Gary's sisters, the Golden Bachelor. I hope, not his sisters, his daughters. I hope his daughters release a statement about this. And whether or not anybody else comments is yet to be seen. Pretty hefty allegations. Hey, you know, maybe it's true, but we got to operate under the impression that it's not. And in our last piece of content today, we actually have Katie Thurston on the Lady Gang podcast. They do a little word association. Quick clip I'm going to share with you. They say a contestant's name from her season, and then she says a one-word answer. Have a listen. I've brought the pictures of your men. Okay. I want to know... <laughs> It, what their name is, if you remember, oh. and then and then I want you to describe them in one word. Oh well, that's Greg. <laughs> Victoria. That's like the only word that comes to mind now. That's his new girlfriend. So. Yeah. Blake. <laughs> X. <laughs> Carl. Troublemaker. Mm -hmm. He was like kind of the villain. <gasps> yeah, he like stirred the pot. You know why? He's wearing an American Apparel V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that is right. Thomas, he's just a handsome guy. He's so hot. He's like Number six, eight. eight. He's just really tall. This guy makes you pancakes in the morning. He was very, very <laughs> sweet. Brennan. <laughs> Clout chaser. He has two words. <laughs> That's John. That's John. My ex, John. The sec second week. The one he that she ended up with. I know, but he looks rich too. I'm glad you went he's back. Literally was living out of the van when we broke up. <laughs> he has since sold the van. I don't know what he's doing, okay. but Rich is you not what? which is someone. All right, so poor John. Pray for John out there. Completely blasted. Brendan called the cloud chaser. Look, I don't know when they for filmed this podcast because I think Katie Thurston's still filming F-Boy Island. We haven't heard back from her yet, but we'll have to see uh, when she's back what she has to say. Maybe she should come onto the channel again. Holy crap, you're an asshole. Yeah, well, uh, no, I'm not saying Katie's an asshole. That was our clip from Reality Steve calling Nick the A-word. Uh, but uh, look, I, no assholes in the uh, comment section here. All love for from me to you guys and I appreciate I appreciate all the all the sharing y'all have done you know I'm, I'm whenever anyone shares our podcast on their Instagram I make sure to reshare it on my stories so let me know where you're listening to I think we had Tori listening on the beach and people listening in their cars maybe some someone's kids are listening I don't know this is a family friendly show folks but either way uh, that's going to do it for me we'll be back tomorrow with more Bachelor Nation news as always I've been Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour <laughs>